Welcome to episode 92 of the Smash Accept Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Royer. You can find me on Twitter at Dynasty underscore DadFF. As you can tell, the excitement in my voice, we're going to talk about 23 class again. You know, these 23 seconds are the question that everybody's asking about. They're like, Mike, John, Mung, you guys really nailed those 23 first. What do I do with the seconds? You know, like, what does that historically look like? What does this class look like? And in order to do that, you know, we were going to come at you on Tuesday like we usually do. We're coming at you on Wednesday. Fresh off his flight, he needed his entrance music. Here we go. He's back. John's on the show to talk rookies, baby. Let's talk. Hey, how you doing, buddy? What's up, y'all? John coming at you. You can find me on Twitter at Dynasty underscore trades. So good to be here, Dad. Can't wait to mix it up. This is like by popular demand. This is what people want to talk about. We like hit the 23 first. Now we got to move on to the seconds. Talk that a little bit. Exactly. There has not been buzz around a class like this since 2020. And before we, we jump into that, I mean, we'd be remiss to not talk about, you know, Scott Fishbowl 12. Yes, is, yes. You know, a lot of our guys are getting invites in the Smash Accept, mm-hmm. you know, Patreon chat. Uh, you know, you, myself, Mung, Pope, Kluge, everybody from that is, is in there. And I'm super excited for it. You know, raise that money for charity, yeah. Toys for Tots, you know, Fantasy Cares. And, uh, you know, now we get a little bit of what a what, little bit of strategy in here, you know, mm-hmm. with the three-round reversal. And you and I are going to yeah. do a pod to really kind of go over oh, yeah. some strategy here. But, like, this is the fun time. We're in the group chat. I'm in the 108 division. And there's people in there. We're just talking it up. You know, I'm in the Philadelphia division. You know, and I, I made my, uh, my banner with Jalen Hurts and Rocky and just talking with those guys. And this is what it's all about right now is just that. Yep. That talk, that camaraderie, building that network, and just building the Scott Fishbowl, and, and you know all the things for Fantasy Cares up this time of year. Yeah, I'm loving it. Definitely got to give back, and that's one of the things I love about this the most is just everything that it does for the community and all the charity. But I, I thought if I, if I can do this, if you don't mind that, I'm actually on the clock in a mock right now. Ooh, and I thought this would right. be kind of cool to to. So I I chose the 12th pick. So we're calling ourselves the 12s in a group chat there's some ballers super, in there super creative yeah the 12 yeah <laughs> we're working on it we're <laughs> but um so i started off at the turn the 112 201 with christian mccaffrey and tom brady which i was feeling pretty good about the fact okay. that mccaffrey was still there i think he, he could bounce back big high ceiling guys that's one they, of my that's my that's my hope at 108 is i'm seeing taylor mm-hmm. and seven quarterbacks and if you know, the right thing happens one of those guys falls if not I'm taking McCaffrey. I mean, you yeah, in a play like this, you got to take the, the highest ceiling. ceiling possible. That's it, absolutely. And so, and I thought Brady, you know, he finished I think third overall in, in Scott Fishbowl eleven mm-hmm. scoring. It's all about the accuracy this year. Completion rate is big. So those are my first two guys. I'm back on again third round reversal. So I start the third round. I'm on the clock here. What do you think? I could go with another running back. You got Dalvin Cook or Joe Mixon. Then we got wide receiver Devonte Adams is still on the board let's see you said it right off the bat i mean when we do our hot take show dalvin cook is my dark horse rb1 overall that's kind of what i I was thinking yeah i think that is the way to go there especially at that Mm -hmm. that's a steal at that point buddy i think so too you got to hit the board there speaking of boards guys you see it behind me draftkids.co you know you guys put in code smash you get 10 percent off i'm working with scott right now hopefully that we could get these for like the live drafts for Scott Fishbowl, you know, we're, we're trying to get some things going. DraftKits.co puts out the best draft boards. I got my fire, Patrick Mahomes, oh, yeah. behind Straight me. Fire. Next week, we're filming a commercial. You should see my kids' draft board. It's phenomenal. It's so cool. Nice. They put the best custom boards out there. They got the baseboards, pretty much anything you got. They got the high. Look at these things. You got Brees Hall on there. You know, you got all your rookies on there, those high Love graphics. One-inch stickers. I mean, literally, they make the best draft boards out there draftkits.co go over there tell them john mung myself we sent you 10 percent off by using code smash some of that money comes back to the podcast and we love when you guys you know support what we're doing speaking of which patreon chat is blowing up oh yeah i mean My there gosh. are new people added every single blowing. day and i yeah. mean i had a i had a, a comment the other day 
from, I believe it's Chris Tulia messaged me. He goes, we're, right now we're offering a referral bonus for people that mm -hmm. add. He goes, That's dad, right. I know you're offering a referral and I can get some money. But like, I don't want my league mates in here. Like, that's how <laughs> awesome this group chat has been. Yes. He's like, it's such a competitive edge. Guys, hit up John or myself or Mung. We will get you put in there. You know, and it's only yeah, it's so $12 a year, a dollar a month. You know, seriously. We, yeah. Some people say it's a cup of coffee a month. We're literally doing a buck, you know, for the rest of June. Yeah. We want you guys in there. And it, it's going to go up Easy after that. Smash. But right now, we're running that deal. So. Super yeah. excited, John. We got all that stuff out of the way. Now, let's talk these 23 seconds, man. Let's do it. Let's jump in. I think people are like, well, it's just a second-round pick, right? And we talked about how hot those 23 firsts are. And the second-round picks, for you guys that don't know, I mean, there are historical hit rates. So since, like, we're talking the last eight years, the hit rates for players. And a hit rate, just to be specific, is a guy becomes a wide receiver two or better, a RB two or better, or a QB1 in that status, or a tight end, I believe it, it's not a tight end one. Yeah, I think it actually is a tight end one season. So you're in that area. If you hit that one time, it's a hit, you know, and, and that, that's what we're looking for here. Since that, since the last eight years, you know, tracking things down, first round rookie picks hit at 45.8%. So around, around four out of every 10 first round picks, maybe almost, yeah, almost, not bad. you know, six out of your 12, they're going to hit. You know, and they're going to give you one RBC, RB1, RB2 season or a wide receiver one, wide receiver two season. Your second round rookie picks, and this is, this is a surprising one, but right now, because we've had such good classes from 2020, 2017, even 2021 a little bit, is 30%. So, you know, okay. three out of every okay. 10 in that round, they're going to hit. And that's, that's not bad. You drop into that third round, John, and it is, right now it's at 9.3. It's historically been around oh, that 8%. You know, you're looking at one mm -hmm. guy out of that whole right. third round. You're trying to get hit. that one yeah. guy. And, right. and that's that's where you and I have talked. Me, my third round picks, I never pick them. I just use them no. to sweeten deals. That's and, right. and that's Toss where I'm names. at. But 23 seconds are, an, are another, you know, they're another beast. Everybody wants the first. And then right. on top of that, I did a little bit more digging. And this is, this is where it gets cool. Okay. So historical hit rates of two plus hit seasons, meaning they've already mm -hmm. in that eight year span, they have hit twice so they've been a top 24 top tw running back or wide receiver top 12 quarterback or tight end and that's 31 percent for first rounders 18 percent for second rounders and then okay. all the way down to four percent for third rounders just further reiterating yeah. what we've been talking right. about you want them right. first but these seconds they have value john i mean people are yeah, saying no I i'm seeing people out there like well i'm just sweetening the deal with a 23 second or i'm giving Ooh, up a 23 careful. second for a guy you know, that's going to fill in for a couple of weeks. And I am really, really telling people to hit the brakes on that a little bit. Yeah, I think you have to be careful here, especially if these seconds could be in the top half. I mean, because this is such a stacked draft. And I'm, again, I already posted my 23 firsts. We talked about it, split it up, did a couple episodes. Because the top of the class is so good, it's going to push down some talent mm -hmm. into the second round. And so we're going to break it down a little bit, but yeah, be, be careful with that because I, I actually believe that the top of the second round could easily be worth more and, and have a better hit rate than the end of the first for this 22 class, honestly. Well, let's look at, let's look at the past here a little bit. Let's look at yeah. this, this past year, you know, 2021, mm -hmm. this is, you know, in, in May, this is kind of where things were at. You were looking at, you know, Michael Carter, didn't quite hit. Terrace Marshall, I mean, that one really set you back. Yikes, Elijah yeah. Moore, he hit. You know, mm -hmm. he was out there. Uh, Rondale Moore, not so much. Diami Brown, you're getting nothing. Amon Ra St. Brown hit. I mean, that Definitely. was a big surprise. Mm -hmm. You know, you were getting him mid to late second. Kadarius Tony, the jury's not out yet. He could potentially hit this year. You know, Pat Fryermuth, that was a hit. You yeah, know, he ended up being hit. on there. Kenneth mm -hmm. Gainwell, he gave you a couple weeks in and there. Chuba Hubbard, was a guy that that you know for a couple weeks gave you some solid production and Nico Collins. Those are your basic guys in Superflex. Mm -hmm. Those were your second round picks. Maybe Ramondre Stevenson, Ramondre, yeah, potentially hits this year as well. Yeah. So that that was considered a down class, you know. And mm -hmm. I don't want to compare 2023 to last year's class. You know mm -hmm. what I want to compare them to, and what we need to compare them to is the 2020 class. We've 2020. been comparing this the whole yeah. way here. If you had seconds in 2020. You hit hard. I mean, we know yeah, about duties. the first rounds. We know about Burrow and Herbert 
and you know DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, if you had first and you didn't take Keyshawn Vaughn or Jalen Rager, you won. You, hit. Right? It, you <laughs> yeah. nailed it. I mean, it was it was the highest hit rate we've ever seen. I mean, ten yeah, out of twelve. Amazing. That's that's insane. But if you look at the second round, John, I mean, this is this is mind blowing. Pretty amazing. Because yeah. I know a lot of you guys, it is 2022, and you're only getting into Dynasty, but if you kept those 20, 20 seconds, listen to these names that hit. You're talking Antonio Gibson. You know, he's been a fringe yep. RB1, definitely been in that RB2. T. Higgins, right now, T. Higgins yeah. is not only a second-round, like, rookie pick in that draft, he's approaching second-round startup value. I mean, really, he is yeah, it's crazy. literally worth multiple firsts. You got Michael Pittman, who's on the rise, you know, finishing that top 15 wide receivers and right now you can't buy him for less than a first you have Brandon Ayuk who's you know he's had some flashes in there guys that didn't quite hit yet but they're still great value you had AJ Dillon in there you had Chase Claypool and good gravy I got him at 212 pretty much all my drafts Jalen Hurts I got my Eagles there shirt is. on Jalen Hurts was going late second he was in, in, yeah. in a lot of your you know super flex drafts and Guys, I mean, if that isn't the proof in the pudding, I mean, we are mm-hmm. talking about an absolute smash class, just like 2020. You can anticipate some absolute value here in a similar way that you did in 2020. And I personally, you know, I, I collected a lot of, you know, I have now I have nine. Got to shout out to Kyle Costa. He <laughs> yeah, finally baby. gave him his first. I got nine 23 firsts in, in Smash 3. Uh, you know, I had to give up A.J. Brown in the deal to try to sweeten it mm-hmm. up, but now According to nerd Dynasty Nerds, you know, checking the app, I have picks one through nine, which is going to be crazy. sexy. It's but legendary. I have accumulated seven twenty-three seconds, and you're going to hear how awesome this class is. John and I are going to go yeah. over it. But mm-hmm. if you guys can get them in deals, I am all for it. You know, and I think yeah. the biggest thing to me is I'm getting questions. Hey, you know, Dad, what do we got here? You know, like this is my pick. You know, and and what we tell you guys all the time when you put hashtag smash except when you tag myself, Mung or John. Give us the league size. Give us the direction. Because these 23 seconds, John, I mean, I, I want you to go back and check. But if it is one, you know, if it's a 10-team league, the 111, yeah. 112 that you had in those right. top 12, right. those were some studs. Yeah, you know, and there's like, a right. Quinn Johnson could absolutely. be Michael Mayer, could be Tank Bigsby. And, and you and I have been talking about this. There will be at least one, if not two, quarterbacks creep into that first round if you're talking super yes. flex. On top of you know For the sure. guys that are already there, they're going to start creeping up there a little bit, and just be leery of that. If it is a ten-team league, those seconds are different than if it's mm-hmm. a fourteen-team league. People are trying to trade me, you know, fourteen. You know, like I in Smash One, I'm going to have the one hundred one likely. People are like, hey, I have yep. your second. That's the two hundred one. I know, but it's fifteenth pick, not eleventh, right. not thirteenth. Right. You know, and and you and I were talking. There probably is about fifteen guys in this class mm-hmm. that we really, really feel super strong, who almost have a, a yeah. first-round value. And I want to talk about a poll that I put up here, John. Where, okay. I mean, right now, I put out there, I said, if what would you value Superflex 201 in 2023 versus this class right now? You know, I put the okay. 107 to 108, 109 to 110. No change at all. It's the 201 class to class, doesn't matter. And then the other, other section was just for comments. Resounding... Everybody put the 107 to 108 in this class. You know, wow. that's the 43%. Wow. I, I'm close to that, you know, because we're talking. <laughs> that's that's Jamison Williams. That's that's Chris Olave, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 33% the 109 to 110. 22% no change at all. They said the 201 is the same every year. Definitely not agreeing with that. That's kind of trollish to me. But talk to me a little bit about this. You know, talk mm-hmm. to me a little bit about where we're at, who some of these early seconds are, who are these guys that, like, who are we comparing, right? I mean, we're let's yeah. say 107 to 108. That's that's Jameson. That's Alave. 109, 110. Let's call that Watson and uh, and Sky Moore. Sky you know, Moore. How do those guys right. compare to the early part of this class? And who is your your you know? Let's start with it. Who's the 201? Yeah. You know, we did yeah. one through 12. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you have those where you can recap real oh, quick yeah. for everybody and then jump into these seconds. Yeah, let's just. Roll through it here real quick. So just as a quick recap for those that may have missed this, definitely go back and check out those uh, previous pods where we broke down the first round. But just uh, again, I had a had a premium top five blue chip players. That was Bijan Robinson, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. Then I had Jameer Gibbs and 
Then I had uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, those top five. Then we had Keyshawn Booty coming in at six, could easily be in that top tier of guys. In that, in that second half of the first round, I had Jordan Addison. I had, um, let's see, it was Zach Evans at running back. I had Sean Tucker at running back. And then we had Quentin Johnston at wide receiver, Michael Mayer, crazy tight end, and then Tank Bigsby. So that, those are your, your first round picks. Now, like you just mentioned, there are going to be some QBs. It's almost inevitable that we'll see other QBs other than Young and Stroud move into the first round of Superflex mm-hmm. draft. So what, the, what that's going to do is push back some of that talent I just rattled off into the second round. So if you're getting a guy like Michael Mayer at tight end who could be uh, like a tight end six, seven, eight range like the day he steps on the football field, he's like that good in terms of dynasty rankings. So, um, you know, get, get those kind of guys pushed to the second round. And so I've there's some, some QBs. Yeah. I've had some questions about him is mm-hmm. they're like, compare him to say TJ Hawkins versus Kyle Pitts. And I'm like, I keep telling people there are no more Kyle Pitts. Yeah. So it's you not, not a get him thing. in your startup or your rookie draft. Kyle Pitts is right. unobtainable he's, at this point. Right. But he, how does he right. compare to TJ Hawkinson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I, and he he really will be the best tight end prospect coming out, let's say, since Hawkinson, but I think potentially better than Hawkinson. If oh, I had wow. to make a bet, I think he could easily be better. Uh, I think that he'll go early in the, the first round, top half of the first round type prospect out of Notre Dame. He just has everything that NFL teams want. And so I mean, imagine getting that guy in the early second round and what that would be worth. But again, there's some QBs that I'll rattle off here. Just start there that easily could end up in the first round. And what the reason I didn't put him there yet is because they still need to show it on the field. We still need to see some production. And so this is going to be a key season for them. But I mean, you got uh, some early NFL draft projections of like four or five QBs going in the first round. So some of these guys are going to show. And so Will Levis out of Kentucky is, is the first guy that a lot of people like. A lot of people have him in their projected super flex rookie first round. Anthony Richardson is another guy. He's a dual threat guy. I mean, he could be like that Jalen Hurts type guy that like in the 2020 class went in the second round and well, ends I think up he's a dark balling. horse. He's a dark yeah. horse Heisman Trophy guy. He could be I mean, right out of Florida. 6'4", yeah. 236. He, he definitely dude. has – he's primed for a breakout this year. He's got some wheels too. For yeah. sure. Yeah. And then there's, there's a guy, Tyler Van Dyke, that has that prototypical kind of QB build pocket passer out of Miami that a lot of people like think he could move into the, the NFL mm-hmm. first round. And there's a guy that I like, Phil Jerkovic out of Boston College. So there's some QB names to keep an eye on. And again, a couple of those guys might just pop. And again, I just imagine that you're getting someone like Tank Bigsby running back out of Auburn, Absolutely. now available in the early second round. And again, that's another reason I love doing punts this year, because if you do it right and you get the 101 and the 201, you it's like you're starting to draft like with, another with two firsts yeah, exactly. straight up. Yeah, and so just maybe rattling off a few of these well, wide receivers. Yeah. What we've yeah, there's I was gonna say, I mean, like there are wide receivers and running backs here who are yeah. just like especially running backs. This year's running back class, mm-hmm. you know, I, we're making weight. a lot of stretches. We're really trying to push guys into the second round and kind of push them up there. Where next year you're gonna have those Antonio Gibson type, those guys like AJ yeah. Dillon, where you're like, yeah. this guy could potentially be a starter, as opposed to, man, if mm-hmm. this guy gets hurt. I'm going to have some value here. We're talking about real, real talent. Well, one guy, so just looking at running back, a guy that I really like is Kendall Milton out of Georgia. And a lot of people think that he actually just outplayed two guys in the backfield at Georgia that just got drafted. Yeah. So Zamir White and James Cook. Now, I know James Cook has been flying up boards, but, um, you know, Kendall Milton is actually – could really show out this year. He's got a lot of the the tools that people are looking for. I've seen some other respected analysts have him in the first round. I yeah. just I'm waiting to see a little bit of production. But he's, he's a guy that could, guy that's he could a, be a potential there. breakout. I mean, I I was reading really up on football be. guys. You know, if yep. you guys don't subscribe to football guys, you guys should. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's a size athleticism guy that right now really projects is. as a day two pick. You know, and if yep. he gets that second round draft capital, we know what that means four NFL running backs. I mean, that means this is right. a guy that we're going to be bringing in here to be a baller right at, right off the bat. And you're going to get him in the second round, John. I mean, like this yeah. is what we're talking Beautiful about. Beautiful thing. Yeah. He, he, he is a guy that I'm keeping my eye on. There's um Blake Corum out of Michigan. Who's going to get a, a lot of pub at a, you know, a big school like that. And then a couple of smaller guys that have just balled out Deuce Vaughn. Don't sleep on this guy. I heard um Ray talking about him. 
and uh, loves the kid. He just has bald he's just production galore, but he just doesn't have the size. Same thing with this other guy, um, De- Devin Achain out of Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. So these are could be some guys that you, you need to keep an eye on as well that um, could could be just nice assets to pick up in the second round. So love those four. And then if I just had to quickly rattle off a few wide receivers here, that uh, Jermaine well, Burton uh, mm-hmm. is, is one guy that a lot of people actually have in the first round, but a guy that could have easily been in my first round that I, I think would be debatable 201 here is Josh Downs, who's coming out of UNC. He really put up pretty sick production with Sam Howell this past year. What I want to see from him is can he do it again with an, with a quarterback that maybe not doesn't get drafted in the, in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, for uh, people so, that don't know that yeah. name, I mean, you're looking at 101 receptions, eight touchdowns, 1,335 yards, yeah. you know, and uh, we got to give a shout out to Dynasty Howlians. He changed his name. We will not be talking about Sam Howell on the podcast <laughs> again, but we wanted to give you that yeah, sorry. shout. I, I mean, you know, there's some undersized wide receivers here who have some serious upside for sure. You know, yeah. and, and I'm I'm super excited about that. You talked about mm-hmm. Burton, Raheem yeah. Jarrett from Maryland. Yeah, I think Raheem has Jarrett. Some upside. You know, like yep. there are so many guys here. Yeah, Marvin that, Mims. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so uh, it, 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 that should just tell everybody though. Like this is going to be a pretty solid second round of a year out. We already have this many prospects to talk about that could really ball out this year. And then staying with the tight ends that we talked about yeah. before, I mean, Eric Gilbert from Georgia. Eric Gilbert, absolutely right next now, in line. Fantasy, fo- fantasy, uh, fantasy football guys, I mean, they put out, he is a unicorn at the position, <laughs> which creates mismatches all over the football field. 6'6", 265, yeah. and runs a 4'6". I mean, that's like Kyle Pitts athleticism, <laughs> you know? like scary. Yeah. I, I mean, if he gets it all put together, I mean, this is a guy where right. right now, I mean, aside from McBride, there's not much in this class overall, you oh, yeah. know, and I think – that really gets me excited where we're just like, this could be an insanely special could be class. a special class. Really could. Yeah. The, the next part I want to talk about is like the, the mentality of second round picks. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I saw FF Kyle underscore Kyle, great guy in the community. That's dynasty FF underscore Kyle M. You know, he put out there, he's like, if you knew in full certainty of the, the share of these stocks, if they were $100, but then in six months they go up to $120, wouldn't you be buying the stock? You know, and other people are like, well, second round picks are kind of like lottery tickets. We kind of get there. You know, it's like in this class, John, would you liken this class more to, hey, it's a lottery pick. Let's see what happens. Or do you compare it more towards a stock where it's like, this is going to go up in value and I see myself investing that hundred dollars into t higgins where now he's worth 200. yeah i think these are good investments at, at a minimum you're holding these they're going to gain in value i mean as the college football season starts to get going and you start seeing some of these players put up major production and everybody's talking about it i mean these these are assets you're gonna get a, a nice little bump over the course of the season and so i think they're great investments I would definitely focus on thirds and fourths as toss-ins and don't get mm-hmm. too carried away and start throwing your second in to yeah. close a deal. Because I'm seeing you, that you a lot right out. now, John. I'm I seeing know. that where like people are like, well, you know, why don't you? And and this is a, a strategy that you're definitely going to use. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, if, if you're involving some things, I mean, I the 23 firsts are hot. I trade, I've traded a few here and there, you know, and when I do that, I'm trying yeah. to target their 23 second back. In return. You know, because yeah. I'm like, well, like you know one. what? I'm going to mm-hmm. give you... Let's say, for instance, I'm going to give you Jacobs in my 23 first, but I want ETN and your 23 second. Just start there, you know. And maybe that's not the deal, but when you do that, sometimes I know as well as you do, you know, my first is probably going to be late in most instances. And if it mm-hmm. isn't, I already have addressed that. I've already owned right. it. But I, I believe my first is going to be late. Then I'm in a situation where it's like, you know what? I'm going to yeah. try to get his. I second really like that strategy because mm-hmm. it sounds like on paper. The firsts, we know the hit rates. We just talked about yeah. them. But if we can get that guy, he finishes it at the sixth seed. Now I get the 206, and I gave up the 112 to make just myself down a few spots. Yeah. People don't always look at that, you know, and it's they're not all as sharp as everybody in the Smash Except group chat. You know, <laughs> like those guys, we share that knowledge. That's why people don't want yeah. you guys, you know, you other listeners to get in there. You should definitely yeah. get in there so you get those kind of tricks. Right. But I think that's something that, mm-hmm. that needs to be brought up. Another thing is, you know, I put it out there. 
John, I mean, like, I was looking at, at Dynasty Trade Calculator. I'm going to talk about some of their, mm-hmm. their second-round picks. But I put some polls out here. So who would you rather own in a typical 12-team yeah. Superflex? So I started with the wide receivers. And I put out Michael Thomas, Christian Kirk, Chase Claypool, or a mid-23 second. Now, if I give that okay. option to you, you know, you're just building your team. We're not saying you're one way or another. It's a mid-23 second. Based off what we just said, let's – you know, that's that's somewhere in the 204 to 206 range. Based off those guys you just talked about, who do you want? Michael Thomas, Christian Kirk, who just got paid, Chase Claypool, who said he's the third best wide receiver in football, <laughs> maybe the third best wide receiver On in his Pittsburgh, team. you know, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. that mid-23 second. Let's talk about this a little bit. Yeah, so the, the first thing I'm going to say is the one, of, the one of all four of those options that's going to gain in value is going to be that mid-23 second. Those other three, it's a lot of risk. It's, it's, well, let's say, it's quite risky right. to see, say they're going to go up in value. Let's say Christian Kirk posts 1,000 yards this this year, or Chase mm-hmm. Claypool for that matter. Are they going up to a 23 first? No. No, I can't not. see it. No, Would they be no worth chance. more than that mid-23 second? Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. that's like an early 23 second if they ball out. But mm-hmm. based off of, and we talk about this a lot, they are not necessarily likable assets right now. They're not guys. Just, just I get not. Christian Kirk thrown in deals. I get Chase Claypool where I'm like, I'll give you Claypool in a third for a second or something like that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. where we're at right now. So the, I think the one we definitely got to talk about a little bit is Michael Thomas. Michael you know, Thomas. a win-now team. I'm waiting. And what I've been telling everybody about Michael Thomas, John, is Whole he's got to be right? on the football field first, right? I mean, yeah. like, we just keep – we don't even know – if he's going to be out there right now, you know, we see things. Mm-hmm. We thought he was going to be back next year or last year. We right, thought he right. was going to be back the end of 2020, you know, like Michael mm-hmm. Thomas is an enigma. And given the opportunity, I keep getting questions. It's like, who would you rather have Michael Thomas or nuke? My answer is neither. I want Allen Robinson and I'll give you a third, you know, like you that's, that's where we're at. But I'm, I'm a little scared about Michael Thomas. My answer between mm-hmm. nuke and Michael Thomas was nuke because we know it's only a six game suspension. Yeah. Michael Thomas, we have no clue what's going to happen. He may not come back, yeah. And if I, he I, comes back week one, he will go up. But will he be worth more than a 23 second? Yeah. Now, if you're risk averse, I'm telling you, you're just going to take that second rounder. Now, if what? you are a contending team and you, and you think you can roll the dice and you like the ceiling potential for Michael Thomas, maybe he's still the wide receiver one in New Orleans, then that would be the only one that I'd potentially consider there. So let's but it would have the to poll, be right? a contending team, yeah. 31.6% of people said Chase Claypool. That tells me if you can get a 23 second and a Russell Gage or a 23 second and Another Thompson. I, I, someone thrown in there, even, you know, like and people talk Paris Campbell this time of year all the time. But a guy like that, you can just get someone thrown in. Maybe, you know, the guy's tired yeah. of LaVisca Chenault. Maybe the guy's tired mm-hmm. of, you know, certain, certain wide receivers in that range. Get that thrown in and, and make that insulated. Christian Kirk, 18.4%. 18.4% of people said they would rather have Christian Kirk than a 23 second. I don't know what league that is in, no. but if I can get that, I am taking that. And Michael Thomas, <laughs> 30.6% said Michael Thomas. Now, this time of year, mm-hmm. we do get those redraft people jumping back out here. But, John, that tells me these yeah. mid-23 seconds are not valued enough so far. That's the big takeaway. Is Because I didn't say definite... random. I said yeah. mid. You yeah, know, this yeah, yeah. Is, these are yeah. good players. That's the big takeaway for our listeners right now is, wow, okay, mm-hmm. looks like there's definite value on the market. Go pick one up, get a toss in for one of these other players yeah. that could easily depreciate in value. Let's talk about the next poll then. We're talking running backs. Who would you rather own in a typical 12-team Superflex? Uh, Miles Sanders, I'm going to take him out of the equation because he got over 50% of the votes. I mean, I think okay. I've been hyping Miles Sanders where I think this is going to mm-hmm. be a pretty good season for him. So let's take him out of the equation. We got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. dream guy in 2020, <laughs> but now it's kind of crowded there with, you know, with, with Ronald Jones and with Jarek McKinnon and Derek Gore and Isaiah Pacheco, really who everybody spent way too much money on their fab because he's, you know, on the bubble. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damian Harris or a mid-23 seconds. So, you know, again, if you're a win-now team, I have no problem with a guy going out there. Mung and I debated CEH versus Damian Harris last week. You know, I have mm-hmm. no problem with you going out in there and trying to buy that, but there is no scenario here where Damian Harris becomes more valuable than a twenty mid-23 second. None. No. Even no. if he gets 1,200 yards and 12 touchdowns, people are still going to say he's in that New England offense and Ramondre Stevenson is still there. They were dead even 
dead mm-hmm. even Damian Harris in the mid 23 second. I yeah. would sell Damian Harris for a mid 23 second any day of the week. Mm-hmm. CEH was a little bit higher, but I feel like again you get CEH for a mid 23 second and a little bit added in there. Guys that I'm trying to get added in, Khalil Herbert, I think if if Montgomery nice goes down, you know, some of those yeah. handcuff guys, your Gus Edwards, your, you know, even, maybe Ramondre. Even, yeah, yeah, exactly. The so, guy I mean, that, that could pick it up next year if, when Damian Harris is out of town. Again, that, that's kind of a, an interesting poll. We go into quarterbacks. Now, this is where I, I'm like, I understand that Superflex, as soon as a guy starts, he's worth a first for most people. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you go in your league and you try to trade any of these three guys that I'm listing here, it is not easy. So we got mid-23 right. second, Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, and Matt Ryan. Right. Who do you want in that? Let's just say you just who in that group will be worth more than a mid twenty three second next year in any scenario. I mean, I'm kind of tempted to just say, get what you can for these guys while they're aging, unless you're absolutely depending on these guys to contend. Yeah. I mean, I like Matt Ryan, and I think he's in the best spot right now, yeah. heading into Indy of of those other guys. But and you can yeah. tell yourself a narrative about any of these three having a right. solid season. Right. You know, Matt Ryan, you know, going into the Colts system, better offensive line. Carson Wentz, you know, new situation. He's got Terry mm-hmm. McLaurin and maybe he gets another shot. Brian Dable comes in with Daniel Jones. You right, can tell yourself right. those narratives. But no matter what, I cannot see any of them being worth a no. 23 first. And a mid-23 second is a nice cash out. John, Twitter says the only one even to a mid-23 second is Carson Wentz. Which to me, Carson Wentz probably has the highest ceiling of any of them for this season. You might have the most longevity, Ryan. even. Yeah, exactly. These guys could be out of the league in a couple of years. Daniel really, Jones, twenty percent of people said Daniel Jones, forty-six percent said Matt Ryan. So I mean, I mm-hmm. think again, we're talking about these twenty-three seconds. There's quarterbacks here who yeah. could start over these guys at a second-round rookie pick next year potentially. You know, right, right. I think it's hard to get. I think people just kind of think, you know what, I'm not going to be able to get a good QB yeah. in, a, in a rookie in second, second round. round. But, but I mean, again, it can I mean, happen. Justin we, Herbert Justin was, Herbert like, was yeah. slipping into the second round. Josh Allen was slipping into the second round. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. Mac Jones slipped into the second round. I mean, we're, there's some quarterbacks here that are going to get pushed yeah. back. I mean, yeah. let's Stroud and Young are going to go top four, you know, top yeah, four, yeah. top easy, five. There's, there's no debate there. But there's going to be some quarterbacks. There's going to be somebody who pops in here who's in that late second mm-hmm. – or I'm sorry, that late first round that might push in there. We push right. some of these running backs. You're going to get good value. The last poll that I put up was what tight end would you rather have? You know, again, mm-hmm. 23 second. Dawson Knox clearly won this one. I threw that in there because you know I love talking about Dawson Knox. <laughs> Go get him. But Noah Fant, Albert O, and a mid-23 mm-hmm. second. Which one of those yeah. will be worth the most next year? This one is the easiest one of all. I mean, I I, I got to take the the mid second. Yeah. And then dead even at eighteen point two percent. have to have a tight end. Albert O tied yeah, the mid twenty three second. Albert O no. Albert no. <laughs> We're not on, doing people. that. Like come on. <laughs> Albert Noah no. Fant at least has the the draft capital. You know, and we want to make Albert O a thing. I mean, heck, we want to make Cameron Braid a thing. I keep seeing it all over Twitter. You know, that he's a tight end one. Mm-hmm. You know, like people want that guy. It doesn't take much to be a tight end one these days, but people want that. You know, and I think we just talked about two tight ends in this class where just because it's a tight end, you might be able to get, you know, Michael Mayer later on there. You mean, yeah, you no might doubt. be able to get as a late 23 second, you mm-hmm. might be able to get, you know, some of the other guys that we're talking about here. So, guys, I mean, what we're trying to say is this 23 second, this 23 class is special. It's not mm-hmm. just top heavy special, but it is yeah. deep like the 23 no or doubt. the 2020 class. You know, so let's not just burn really these is. things. Let's not just throw them out there. That's right. Yeah, I, I really feel like the, the big takeaway after looking at those polls is people are kind of sleeping on these second rounders next year. Now, all mm-hmm. the hype has gone to the first round and rightly so, but it just tells me that people might be kind of trailing on the value. And so get ahead of the market there and see if you can't pick up a couple of these. And obviously it's possible. You said that you have how many, <laughs> like seven, seven seconds on top of the nine first. I yeah. mean, if you work these deals and kind of convince them to throw in their second, man, that's going to potentially be big return yeah. value. And, and you I just, know what yeah. I do all the time is when we we're trying to sweeten something up and I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? It's not bad, John, but why don't, why don't you throw me your second? I'll throw you my third. 
There you and go. You're like, I feel Perfect. like, you know what? Like, I, you're winning this deal a little bit. Let's, let's even this out because it happens. I do it all the time. And people yeah. are like, oh, what's the difference between a second and a third? A lot. Right. Like we just talked <laughs> we just about, saw the hit, hit rates yeah. are 30% all the way down to 8%. Yeah. Third round the picks third and are the sweeteners. They're sweeteners. Just throw yeah. them, add them to the deal to get the seconds because that's, right. that's where I want my lottery tickets to not be half scratched. I want them <laughs> to be an area where I'm like, yo, my kids find those all the time. They're like laying on the floor at Target. They're like, dad, they only scratch half this one. I'm like, no, you ain't winning. <laughs> you know, that's just not how it goes. But uh, I love that one. So Dynasty Trade Calculator, I want to go over the guys in this range, and I'm just going to say a name, yeah. and sorry, I keep scratching myself. <laughs> My nose here. I don't know. That must mean somebody's talking about me. I don't know what that's, <laughs> isn't that what they say. Like I, I think, think some, that's right. someone's like talking about the Dynasty dad. Um, so I'm going to say a player, and I want you to say 23 second or that player. Are you ready? I'm ready. So these Let's are the guys it. that are like right in that same area that they have ranked as such. So let's start out with. Mike Gusecki. Second. Absolutely. I agree completely with that. Let's move on to our next one here. We're going to go with, uh, let's go Ramondre Stevenson. He might be one of the ones I still hold on to over the second because I really I, like his opportunity next year. I that one, that one's talking, pretty close. They're talking third down work. They're talking about him splitting yeah. out wide from time to time. And I've been yeah. telling people, if you have Damian Harrison, you can somehow move him to Ramondre Stevenson or you can get Ramondre Stevenson. Do it. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's going to be committee in New England. And a lot of yep. people are like, ah, and they just drafted two more yeah. running backs, Kevin Harris and Pierre yeah. Strong. But so, knowing Belichick – and knowing you know his use of rookies, I think he's going to go with Ramondre next year and trust that guy. Let's go either Kadarius Tony or Rondale Moore. So either of them or a twenty-three second. I just man, I wanted Rondale to be a thing. I did too, but I don't. I think really it is. did. I had he, one share left, and I was so like, far. I pushed it out for the two hundred seven. So I'm I think like, if I you could move him for a second, it. you yeah. would, and just reset about, the clock. What yeah. about Tony? I just haven't been able to buy in on him. Um, yeah. Even coming out, you, you you might remember some of the the analysts that we had on last year too. Yeah. That I just kind of got off Tony. I, I know it's the talent's joystick, there, man. But, and I, I I really think I could be a little bit too low on the Giants right now with with Dabo coming in. Maybe he can get something out of this guy. But mm -hmm. I'm I'm kind of tempted to say second over both those guys. I like it. This next one, I'm not even going to let you answer. Dalton Schultz, that's a smash. You go get Dalton Schultz yeah. and tight end. Give me Schultz. I am shocked. That he's at this value and and dynasty it's just the contract that's the only thing right. to take advantage of that situation I, yeah. I told you i and this is the move that i i've been advocating in my insulated deals i got twice now two different leagues i got dalton schultz and a mid 23s first for george kittle you know and I'm, I'm i'm all for that production boom boom yeah let's talk two more running backs here let's talk kareem hunt and chase edmonds um you know we don't really know what that miami situation is we don't know what the kareem hunt you know breakdown is going to look like and Kareem Hunt and Chase Edmonds, both 26 years old now, on that fringe of being called an older running back, 23 second, or these guys? Man, that's a tough that's one. Because if, if Hunt does get shipped out of Cleveland and ends up the guy somewhere else, then that's going to be the, Johnson the ceiling is a play. stud. Go get him. <laughs> We've been talking late draft. Some of the guys in our, they're like, I'm in the 21st round. Should I take? Should I take Mark Ingram? Should I take? No, get Dernis Johnson. The dude balls out when he gets a chance. Yeah. If Kareem Hunt does get shipped off, that's the quick play there. But if yeah. Kareem Hunt, like, what situation is he going to go to where he's worth more than a twenty-three mid twenty-three second? He yeah. again, neither of these guys will it's ever probably be committee. worth a twenty-three yeah. first. Period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I I think that if it's like an early second, I think you got to take that. Mm -hmm. If this thing projects to be mid to late, projects is these... everything in this class, right? Yeah, I think that you, this would come down to where the second is for me. Mm -hmm. Mid-second, I think it's about even with Kareem Hunt, personally. Okay. You know, Chase Edmonds, I'd probably take what you could get for him. It's going to be a ton of backs there. You got Sony Michelle, you got Mostert, you got um, a kid that they drafted. It just brought in there as well. Mm -hmm. So that's that's going to be a crowded backfield. I think that he could do okay for the next – he's got a two-year contract and he was paid the most. Maybe he – get some love there playing with Tua, but I, I just can't can't really pull the trigger going with him over the mid second. What do you the think? Yeah, oh no, I'm I'm on board with you. You know, I'm taking I'm taking that mid second. second you know, okay. if it, yep. 
I, I do like Hunt. Maybe if I do that, I would like ask for Hunt in the third, you know, and try to do something there you go. like that. I yeah. am out on Chase Edmonds. I, I believe okay. that Raheem Mostert eats more than people think. You know, and I yeah. think well, they're, they're, he was McDaniel's boy, right? He exactly. brought him over and they yeah. paid him too. You know, it's like, he didn't get, you know, I mean, it's only three, like 3.25 million, but I think he, I think he gets some serious okay. playing time until yeah. he gets injured by like week four. That is um, a crowded backfield. Yeah. Last position player that dynasty trade calculator says is dead. Even with a 23 second is Brandon cooks. I think Brandon cooks is a nice buy. If you could potentially yeah, perennially underrated. Yeah. All the time. I mean, he's, he's 28 years old, just turned. And I think you're looking yeah, at how many thousand yard two, seasons does this guy have row. to put you know, like right? Seriously. Yeah. And yeah. I think we're looking at a guy here that belongs much higher, but like likely if you're dealing a second, it's a late second. If you can get Dan, you can get Brandon cooks for a second. You do it. Uh, interesting enough. Yeah, we talked so. about some of the quarterbacks instead of Matt Ryan, maybe I should have had Jameis Winston on here, but I mean, they have Jameis Winston dead, even with those guys in a mm-hmm. super flex that mid 23 second, I kind of almost it, it, this one's tough. QBs right? are tough. They really Whatever are. Whatever kind of narrative you tell yourself about Jameis Winston, he could very well be the starter for two years in New Orleans because mm-hmm. one, they're in a bad cap situation. Their cap and two, bad. they're out yeah. of picks. So I mean, if Jameis right. Winston plays right. adequately, he's potentially the starter there for the next two years. So you're mm-hmm. buying a quarterback on the cheaper end. Uh, yeah, also, maybe famous Jameis there. Yeah, but he could be in a situation where he's out in less than that. Right. Uh, let's talk about you now. These are the guys that that DTC says this is a twenty-three second plus. Okay. Okay. So let's say Michael Gallup. So if it's a twenty-three, like the way they have theirs listed is mid twenty-threes. They haven't come yeah. out with their right. their early, their mid, their late mm-hmm. yet, which is right. you know I love when they do that. But let's call it mid. Michael Gallup. You know, Michael Gallup is now twenty-six years old. Will Michael Gallup ever be worth a first-round pick? I, I don't. I just can't see it. And I, I know that's going to be a high octane Dallas offense, mm-hmm. but you know I think that we're all pretty much consensus saying Ceedee Lamb will be the guy. He's still got Dalton Schultz. They brought in a couple other guys, Jalen Tolbert. I don't. I just don't know if there's going to be enough targets to go around for Gallup to ever be worth more than an early second. I, I think that if you could get a second right now, especially like early to mid second for Gallup. You got to take that, right? Absolutely. What do you think? I mean, yeah. I, mean, with I, me? I, I think I'm selling Gallup at that. Um, you know, and I think he's probably a hold until he, he steps back on the field from the injury. I just don't I, see but, him going yeah. value wise too much above that right there. You know what I mean? I think that seems like, I think that's kind of where we're looking here. Um, let's talk about a few more in that area. Let's talk. Uh, I, I think we, we have to at least talk about, DeAndre Hopkins, what second yeah. round pick? Yeah. And I know it, it hurts me to even say it, but what <laughs> second round pick? I mean, you're you're our expert on where these guys are. Which one of these players would you would you call the line of it's DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins? You know, like I'm definitely if we, I have Hopkins and I do have him in a couple of leagues, I'm definitely strategy wise holding him. Yes, and you know he he should still be strong down the stretch, and so you're looking to trade him to a contender and see if you can get it first. But I yeah. think if we're all being honest, we're just worried about it getting even worse right. for Hopkins and just getting what you can for him. I mean, I would try to hold out for a first or like two seconds mm-hmm. for that guy. So I think I value him at at like one ten to two o two range. Yeah, kind of in there is probably where I would put him at the I moment. Just- don't think I think in 2022 if you're still drafting you can get the 110 in 2022 for DeAndre Hopkins maybe yeah but next year yeah. you're not getting it you're just not that's the get thing it. that's the thing you know? so and that's, may want to shop a little bit yeah I think that's DeAndre Hopkins becomes a very interesting situation and, and Michael Thomas is in that same area some other wide receivers that are in that same area you know is 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 Hunter Renfro I think Hunter people put mm-hmm. They would rather have yeah. Hunter. They would rather have Hopkins and T- Michael Thomas than Hunter Renfro. And I mean, Hunter Renfro is coming off a he was just a wide receiver, receiver one season. Right. He just got paid. He's twenty six. They're going to use him. I think him in he's the offense. cheapest guy in this scenario. I think. I think it's Devontae that has people scared, but I mean, it is. But they're going to throw to Renfro if Waller yeah. gets hurt like he did last year. Renfro is easily a he wide is, receiver too. He's again, the guy. I, I think. Yep. Yep. The guy that everyone talks about on Twitter in the same area is, is Gabriel Davis. So Gabriel Davis mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. absolutely exploded in the playoffs, and there's a lot of buzz around him. But yeah. 
you know, there's Dawson Knox there. There's a lot of people want Jamison Crowder to th- to be a thing. I think it's going to be Isaiah McKenzie in McKenzie the slot in the as slot. that guy. Yeah, um, but I think so too. I mean, there's a lot of mouths to feed. James Cook is going to eat into some of that area, you know, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where do you have Gabriel Davis, and would you pay any of the 23 seconds for a guy like Gabriel Davis? Uh, yeah, he's he's definitely worth a second. I, I I don't think that anybody would want to pay a first to get Gabe Davis. He's really inconsistent. Like, his best ball ADP is, like, miles mm-hmm. better than his, like, Redraptor Dynasty ADP because he's so inconsistent. He'll have those huge games where he just blows up, boom games. But I, I I would put him at an early to mid second round right now, and I I think that you're right that there's quite a bit of risk on this guy. He's he's just one of the most debated receivers right now. Like Darnell Mooney and Gabe Davis, those guys could be huge, but then you, it wouldn't just shock you if like by next year they're both just falling down charts. Absolutely. I love doing this. We do this on the phone all the time. I do this with Mung all the time. We're going to go impromptu trades. I just straight up right pulled up Dynasty Trades. Let's, That's what we do. We got a little bit of time here. Let's just do it. So the yeah. first one, uh, the Fantasy Turf, and that's at Fantasy Turf Nate. He has, he's looking at a 1.75 tight end premium, six point passing touchdown super flex. Side one, okay? Christian McCaffrey, Mac Jones in a 23 second. So I'm bringing all these are going to have 23 seconds in them. Or Trevor Lawrence, Cam Akers, and Keenan Allen. Mm. I'm going to go first. You know, I'll make it a little bit easier. You know, I think we're looking at a situation here where Trevor Lawrence and Christian McCaffrey go very similar in drafts. Lawrence goes before McCaffrey. You know, and I think McCaffrey's value will continue to go up as the season gets closer for our redraft people. Mm Mm-hmm. But then that that makes it real easy for me. It's Cam Akers and Keenan Allen or Mac Jones and a 23 second. And Akers and Jones go in that same area. I am smashing Keenan Allen for any 23 second. So I'm really mm-hmm. leaning the Trevor Lawrence side, even though if we talk about those 23 seconds, we talk about yeah. you know, Christian McCaffrey all the time. I think just the upgrade from Mac Jones to Trevor Lawrence. And then I would cascade this and probably move Cam Akers. Yeah, because you're not an Akers guy, but apparently he's 100% healthy. I think he's going to get a ton of work all the red zone touches in la yeah i think that's definitely this that's the move that's that's a smash you're right nice breakdown nope. all right we have one here uh ff prognosis negative he says he's got a trade here he's thinking about countering with a 23 second so that the okay. trade would be hollywood brown or Pickett and a 23 second oh no mm. wait, well, i'm sorry yeah, so it's, it, it becomes difficult there. I mean, it depends on – it is super flex. No, yeah. It, yeah, I think it's a first plus a quarterback. It's too much to give for Brown, but what are we thinking there? I mean, would you give up that 23 second on top of Pickett to get Hollywood Brown, or are you rolling with the quarterback in the pick? It's basically two seconds for Hollywood. Um, I, I think that Hollywood's going to start off strong. I think he's going to gain in value there in Arizona, but it does feel like – that might be a slight overpay. Definitely not paying Pickett in a first for Hollywood. So it's reasonable. It really comes down to, do you think that Pickett will become the starter and hold that starter mm-hmm. position in Pittsburgh? So I, I think that I, I probably think the answer is yes, first round draft capital. Mm-hmm. And so I'd probably put slight edge to Pickett in the second there. Yeah, I love Hollywood. So, I mean, I'm rolling Hollywood, yeah. I think, okay. even All right. out there. Depending where that second is. If it's early, I'm there. I think, but any quarterback, you know, go in that situation. Now, this guy, Dylan at Dylan Dan, this is the trade that we're talking about, John. This is exactly what we're saying to yep. avoid doing. Says he gave up his 23 second for a 23 third in Wandale Robinson. Oh. So this year's second rounders, I mean, let's talk it. It's, it's Dotson, it's Wandale Robinson, it's Pierce, it's, uh, you know, Zamir White, it's, it's Rashad White. I mean, like, this year's second, I think, aside from Dotson and White, maybe Pierce, I don't, I still just don't see any hits right off the bat. I think Jahan Dotson has fallen into that second. I think Pickens mm-hmm. has fallen into that second. And those are the early guys. But after that, I feel like we're really almost preparing thirds. Where This is mm-hmm. a scenario where I, I think Wandale Robinson is one of the most overrated guys in this draft. I think giving up Wandale Robinson that third might look, sounds okay right now, yeah. right? And this is what we're trying to teach. But I think right. the 23 second is going to be worth considerably more. Yeah, those hit rates don't lie, right? That's just trading away two dimes for a quarter. 
Yeah. So I think you, you hold on to the 23 second in that one for sure. You're I, right. I like it. We're vibing here. I like this. Yeah, man. Some actual content at Tyler underscore FF guy that we wanted to get on the show. We're trying to talk to a little mm -hmm, bit. Mm -hmm. he, he was mentioning is James Conner worth two 23 seconds? No one's paying a first for James Conner. That's kind of where we're at right now. Like you might be able to get a first for Leonard Fournette, but James Conner, no one's giving you a first. Are you giving up two 23 seconds? If so, let's talk about it. I mean, let's call them both. Mm -hmm. mid. Are you giving up two? You know, you're a contender. You have two mid seconds. They aren't yours. Are you shipping that off for James Conner? I might consider that's probably like I would say that's about dead even. So it comes down to your strategy there. But I kind of like it. If you if you need a running back and you're contending, this guy just balled out. He scored like constantly in that offense and he doesn't have a lot of competition. I mean, they did mm -hmm. bring in uh, the, the um, just Keontae Ingram. Keontae Ingram, Benjamin, thank you. you know, yeah, nothing, nothing you know, in Keontae Ingram, yeah. Eno uh, sounds like from camp is starting to, to move ahead of that there. And, mm -hmm. you know, he's a guy that I claimed on waivers this week in multiple leagues, you know, and I'm not wild on Eno Benjamin, but James Conner has not been the beacon of health. Yeah, he's he's got he's had health challenges, and I think that's the risk. But I think that it'd be worth potentially shipping two twenty three seconds so. for Conner if you're contending. I think I'd do that. I think so too. And that was a that was a response to my actual brother, the at the dynasty lefty. He put, "What are you willing to pay for Melvin Gordon right now?" You know, <laughs> surprisingly, oh, the no. answer was a twenty three third. I would I would pay that. I would pay a twenty three oh, yeah. third. But I would not – I know I did in the beginning of the offseason, but I would not pay a 23-second for him at this pot. Would you pay a 24-second? Now, we don't mm. talk about that much. We talked about the 24 right. first. We talked about how that class is starting to really shape up nice. Yeah. Would you pay a 24-second for Melvin Gordon? My thought process is even if Javante Williams goes down, I think you still can buy him for a 24-second. Like the, the owner is likely yeah. selling in that scenario. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the way that, I mean, if for our listeners, the way that I, in trades that I often will try to value a, a year further out is, is like a, call it an N minus one. So a 24 Ooh, doing second, some algebra. Yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay with me for a second. Like a 24 second, I would value as a 23 third, a 24 third, I'd value like a 23 fourth. So you just move it around because you're having to wait on it that much longer. And if you can make moves like that, it's probably worth it. But in this case, yeah. I mean, if I'm contending, they'll go for, for that cheap. Sure. I would do it. I love it. You know, like we're talking dynasty trades and we're willing to break out algebra. But the one thing I don't want to do is do common core math with my children. For <laughs> that's We don't even need to talk about that. Like no, mental math no. is out the window. Speaking of mental math, let's move one here from Phil Sorensen at phil for fantasy And this is a fun one for me because I'm going to tug at your heartstrings. And then we're going to okay. go with my breakout guy here. Okay. Joe Mixon. For ETN and a 23 second. Now, I have advocated for doing this. I have <laughs> traded Austin Eckler for Etienne and a first. But Joe Mixon, are, are we that willing to say, put your stamp that that ETN breaks out? Because if he doesn't, you just gave up Joe Mixon. But if he does, you know, you just got younger and you got one in 23 seconds. This is kind of a fun trade. Twitter went 55% Etienne side. Okay. I'm I'm probably you're right. You you nailed me on this. I'm probably gonna stick with Mixon because I just love the situation and the offensive line just got better. I think that he is you know could still be a top five, top seven running back for the next couple seasons. Mm -hmm. Proven, got the production, liked the team a whole lot better than ETN. Mm -hmm. I don't think that he's gonna get used in the passing game nearly as much as ETN, so that's kind of appealing. But I don't know that the second would be quite enough for me to make that move. It's it's really close. What would yep. you do? I think this you is take very it. team. This You've is been hyping ETN, right? Yeah, like, I sure. love it ETN. Is. I'm it buying is. him everywhere. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. smash yeah. like all the smash leagues. That's a fun one, to, dude. They're trying to extort me. They want like two firsts <laughs> and a second, are. and they're like, Dad, Dad you ain't Dad, getting Dad. him cheap. You know, like <laughs> I know I predicted his breakout, but come on, you know he's the yeah. next DeAndre Swift. Um, could I be. think if I'm an all-in contender and I'm not trying – like, this is it. Like, I'm my team's looking pretty old. I got DeAndre Hopkins. I got – yeah. then I'm caping Mixon. If I'm at a yeah. spot where I have my wide receivers are Chase and Jefferson and I have, you know, yeah. young quarterbacks okay. and young core, yeah, different I think I'm yeah. going to go with ETN there because I think I yeah. can take that okay. second and add something and go yeah, there. I think so. so. Okay. Um, 
The next one sent in from at Vic Shimmy. I like that. All right. Amon Ra St. Brown, who I think is just the, one of the most polarizing groups. Yeah. Uh, our guys in Smash Except Patreon compare him to an off-brand <laughs> Oreo. Yeah, you know, there's right. a lot yeah. of talk on there about cookies. We don't just talk football. Yeah. We talk oh, yeah. cookies. We talk about life. You know, but uh, jump in. So, Amon Ra St. Brown, Chase Claypool, who wouldn't even count as a Hydrox. You know, like he's like a really, really <laughs> off-brand. You know, and a 23 third or a 23 first and a 23 second. Mm. You gotta I think, prefer. Uh, I think, the first I think 23, first, 20, yeah. 23 first is worth more than any of those by far. Yep. I'm and on think, Rom, not as high on. I'm, I'm shimmying over him. to the 23 first there, but I think the guy tricked him by throwing in that 23 third, guys. I'm telling you, if you say I'll add my 23 third, if you add your 23 second, you're gonna be surprised. You're or you say, Hey, I'll add my yeah. 23 third if you add your 24 second. Get those seconds. The hit rate yeah. 30%, yeah, yeah. not 8%. And then when you get to year two. It still stays around 30% instead of 4%. Right on. It's, it's right on. huge. So tell one more Dad. here. What's that? I said, tell him, Dad. Hey, tell well, him. I'm excited about this. You know, like one of the <laughs> guys. Good stuff. There's been a lot of stuff since Scott Fishbowl came out. And there's like, hey, who, who's someone that you want to listen to? Who's a podcast? And, and we're starting to get some traction there. And the one person yeah. was like, you got to listen to Dynasty Dad and the Smash Except podcast. And the guy goes, dude, he's like, you definitely don't do it. Like, talk, you know, it's more talk radio than it is just sitting here talking and that's what it is man i'm yeah, passionate man. about it you're passionate I'm oh like, yeah just gonna sit here and talk about <laughs> without getting us, excited man. i just get excited so we're gonna do one more here um two, two, two. we're gonna i love this guy love this guy he puts out a lot of polls okay. uh triple threat fantasy football oh, he yeah. always has those like he breaks things down here mm-hmm. um he said no, we're not even going to talk seconds. I'm going to do his polls. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm going to okay. do these real quick with you. All right, you ready? All right, I'm ready. I know it's off, but Cam Akers or Jerry Judy? Cam. Smash. That one's 65. Cam, easy 65, smash. 65, yeah. 35. Akers or Bateman? Still Akers for me. I agree, but Bateman won the poll. Akers okay. or Aaron Jones? Akers. Not close. Akers, Akers. won that one. Superflex, Akers or Cousins? Still Akers for me. Yeah, he's all. Yeah, he won a lot of those polls, and I think that's an interesting one. But what he I'm has here at the bottom, you are. Yeah, is twenty three seconds now, and it's he almost okay. hit what we were talking about. Gallup for the twenty three second, and we already talked about yeah, that. Second. Sixty forty for the second, but that means okay. almost half, almost half yeah. are considering oh, yeah. Gallup. So let's do it. Alex Pierce, Alex Pierce for the twenty three second. Twitter went sixty forty on that too. If you can sell, that's the twenty three second, folks, for a twenty three second. Just go do it's it. It's a 22 second for a 23 second. I, think I know, and that's we talked about much that. Much better class. If yeah. you're still in a draft and you can move out of the 22 second and add a 23, come on, you just go do it, and then see what yeah. you can get on top because you almost always can. The other one he has on here is two more, and we we talked about him. Claypool versus the 23 second. Twitter's Seconds. 55 45 for Claypool. I would reset the clock on Claypool like that. Yeah, yeah, I would. you know. Yeah, I would. 23 second versus Chase Edmonds, you know, and they, they went 80 20. So you're not getting to that. Same with Miles Sanders mm-hmm. was over there. Here's one that's interesting because we talk about him a ton in the Patreon. Tony Pollard or a 23 second? Twitter's dead even, 50 50. I think I'm, this might be one kind of similar to Ramon J. I might take Pollard on that one. I still just think that the, the ceiling scenario is so appealing. Yeah. Something happens to Zeke. Um, it, you know, they don't. They move on from him on the contract, or he goes down again. Pollard for me. He is the premium handcuff. That's more than oh, a handcuff. Yeah. He's at least a flex-worthy guy. He's one of those guys that you want to make sure you have on there. So, I mean, John, mm-hmm. this was fun talking yeah. about twenty-three seconds. Gets me excited. Twenty-three firsts. We're excited. These names are going to start becoming household names, and you're going to find your next Antonio Gibson, your next yeah. Chase Claypool, your next Michael Pittman. We love Michael Pittman. Like these guys are going to be in this class. <laughs> Don't just give them away. Yeah, and that's what I want to tell everybody is if you're just not sure about it, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to hit on these seconds and there's too much risk and uncertainty. That's what Dad and I are here to do. That's why I've been doing all this research. We're going to help you hit on those 23 seconds. If you listen to the show, we're going to break it down just like we did tonight, but we're going to bring on a ton of analysts heading into the draft next year. I think that those picks are going to continue to gain in value. So Mm -hmm. listen to Dad. 
go get yourself some 23 seconds, get excited about it. And we're going to help you make sure that you cash in on those investments. Well, and most podcasts right now are talking about, well, this is your sleeper. This is your, your stash. These are the guys that are going to break out this year. What we're trying to do is put you guys ahead of the curve, right? I mean, That's you right. guys That's know right. who the guys are that played last year. You can look at the writing is on the wall. But what we don't want to do, we don't want you guys to be like, yo, guys, hey, we were listening to the podcast. You didn't tell us what this class looks like. You know, everyone knows about the first, but I just threw a second out there and I, you know, I got a, a you know, a wide receiver four, you know, just for some depth. Don't do it. Save them. They're going to be worth it. And in the long run, if you can start accumulating those seconds, you know, you're going to be able to move around in the draft or you're going to be able to draft some guys. That Absolutely. Are, are right in there. So, boom. Thanks again for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the process.